This is the Divine Discovery Podcast. My name is Deja, an early childhood teacher turned multi-passionate online business owner. This is the podcast that leads you on the path towards discovering your divinity. Here we'll be talking all things mindset, holistic living, wellness, money, business, success, personal development, and relationships. In this space, we are all about success without sacrifice, making money by having more fun, taking bold action towards our desires, and living a conscious and connected lifestyle. It's time to discover your divinity. Welcome back to the Divine Discovery Podcast. I am excited for this podcast episode because I get to talk about my favorite thing about content, social media, brand, all the things. I have the incredible Beck on the podcast today. So Beck is a content queen. She helps influencers and experts stand the fuck out online with marketing messages that penetrate their ideal audiences. She helps women wanting to make 10, 20, 30K months to really create content that does the work for them. So from attraction to education and sales, she really teaches and produces content that monetizes itself without any icky reach outs, uh, which I love. So when people work with Beck, they really get like a clear get clarity on their messaging and develop a standout brand through content on platforms like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. So this is an exciting episode because we're really going to be focusing on like why messaging in your marketing is the biggest game changer, and especially with like the content new. Are creating and maybe why as well you feel like you're just constantly getting crickets and you feel like you're not getting sales through your content or you're not growing. This is the conversation that you want to listen to because Beck is a wealth of knowledge and I'm very excited to just like bounce ideas off of each other because we're in very similar like industries and what we teach. However, we teach very differently and we both have our own sort of unique style to how we, we teach on brand and social media and content. So without further ado, Say hello, Beck, to everyone. Hi. Thanks so much for having me here today. I love that you touch on the fact that we're similar but different because yes. I think having so much like passion and conviction and you, your belief of this is what's going to move your needle is so important. And I love that we come together and agree on the fact that personal brand online, if you are building online and you're creating income mm-hmm. through the online world and you're using social media as your marketplace, yeah. you have to have a strong brand and I love that you're like this is the way we're going to do the strong brand and I'm like this is the way but we also both really like things to look pretty to have um you know good conviction in the way that it flows and we both understand business in yes. the and masculine so I'm excited to chat today too Yes, I'm excited to really get into the nitty gritties of this too. Cause yeah, I'm personal brand is like number one, especially if you're building in 2023, like that is like the number one thing to focus on. So maybe even just to give you, give uh, the listeners a little bit of backstory of who Beck is. Obviously we know who you are now, how you help, um, who, like, where did Beck come from? Like, how did, <laughs> how did this come to be? And how did you really step into this version of you and into this business? Yeah. So for me, if we rewind pretty far back, I've always liked helping people and I've always been good with people. So 
every business, anything I've done, whether it's been self-employed or in um, my own, like working in a job, I it has had it's had people involved. So I've always learned how to, on a psychological level, like you know, work with people so that people. I like to be fair. I like everyone to be happy, um, but also leadership. So my own personal leadership has been a part of this pro- progression to get to where I am now. But if we want to re- rewind back to the start of the online journey, it would probably be about 12 years ago when I started in the like online, but also location space as a personal trainer for a influencer, Ashy Bynes, a few years ago. Um, I was a personal trainer and I had a location up on the Sunshine Coast and in Brisbane um, originally where I worked with women and I helped women and I helped women lose weight, get their bikini body and do all those things that you do as a personal trainer, which is really teach people about their nutrition, make them move. And I really saw a lot of mindset stuff going on with women where they weren't, they weren't really backing themselves as to what they looked like and had in their physical transformation. And what I mean by that is I heard, you know, 40 year old women talking down to themselves when they'd achieve amazing things over 12 week challenges where they'd be running, you know, 10 kilometers, they'd lost a little bit of weight. Not that that was the main focus, but it was, they, you know, they'd stuck to their eating plan and they felt healthier and they more energized and they still had this psychological part in themselves where they were still kind of like verbally bashing themselves just that little bit. And through me, noticing that that was when I started working in self-love workshops but to get self-love workshops out there I needed to learn marketing and marketing for me was a passion I was like if we can get more people in these training you know sessions we can 100% get more people you know feeling better and feeling happier and so I really went productively in my own personal location I was very much in action of putting putting the message out there in my location. And, you know, Ashley and her husband at the time saw that and was like, can you help with our marketing? We need help with the other location managers to teach and duplicate. So I learned a lot of behind the scenes stuff there around what an online business was, even mm. though my business was, you know, belly to belly and in person. But we had, and this is back in the day when you had Facebook groups, yes. you couldn't go live, you couldn't add gifts in there. So we would literally, um, you know, talk with our audience and speak with our people um, in those Facebook groups with like a graphic that said Q&A, like put your question in the thread and we'll type back and answer it. And so there was no, there was no version of like our Facebook groups now where we can literally host a whole digital platform. Um, So it was really interesting to sort of start there to watch Facebook ads 12 years ago versus now to see progressions in like how to grow your business, how to grow and leverage your network. Instagram back then for me, I was like, no, thank you. But I was running, you know, one of their uh, pages. So I started there and I burnt myself out a little bit. So then I went and worked in business with my husband. We owned a coffee shop and I applied all of that marketing to our coffee shop. And we were ended up in, you know, we had a marketable product. We ended up in Queensland tourism. We were very much a location, you know, like to visit. If people came to Queensland, they'd drive, you know, from three hours to come and have one of the donuts we were selling. Like we did a lot of marketing around a coffee shop, which, you know, 
they're everywhere, but we were able to allow ourselves to stand out. And then I had a kid. <laughs> and then everything changed. So with kids come lots of self-evolution. And yes. for me, yeah. And in this place, I was like, right, like I want to be with this kid, but I also do not want to give up my paycheck. And it was the first time since I was 14 and nine months with my first job at Woolworths that I had no paycheck coming in. I hated it and I had to keep myself busy. Otherwise I was going to go absolutely crazy changing nappies and talking gaga. I wanted to be with my kid all of the time. That maternal instinct was so strong, but in, in a, you know, in a, in a duplication, like I really wanted to, um, also have purpose and passion. And so I didn't know anything about network marketing yet. Yeah. And so I actually started to create digital courses and learn about how people learn and create this. And I thought you would just create the course and because people needed self-love, they would just buy it. But there was so much marketing to do behind that. So the evolution for me was from kid number one and really learning for like a good four or five years with nothing really happening in terms of not really making much money online. For those three or four years between baby one and baby two, I really learned about the online world. I learned about marketing. I went to the gurus and I learned and I learned and I learned and I learned and I applied some stuff, but I really had this fraud within me because I'd work for Ashi. I was like, I can't be the specialist or the personal brand that can compete with somebody with a million followers. Yeah. And the fraud was hardcore for me. So the fraud, yeah, that fraud sort of, you know, side of things. And so I really just never took the plunge and I um, really didn't move until I had the second baby and hubby and I were under huge financial stress. And that's when I was like, we need something to change if something's going to change. And I got introduced to network marketing and I was like, I can network, I love people and I can market. Let's just go all in on this. And for me, it was probably that time in my life where I said, I'm going to own sales. Mm -hmm. And I found a product I loved. And for four and a half years, I worked in that business and I worked consistently in that business and I marketed and I networked and you know I also saw towards the end of you know my time actively building in that business you know about a year ago I saw a lot of people who wanted to build a business online it wasn't like it was now 12 years ago but I saw a lot of people where the landscape that we're in now where we have TikTok and video where we have reels, where we have these talking, these um, places where you can really get to know people virtually instead of just diving into a course off the marketing copy. I saw, I see a lot of people now, but I saw them back then really struggling with content and struggling with the marketing side of things, like the financial freedom sell and the abundance sell and the time freedom sell. It's not enough now. You have to get to know your audience, but you have to know how to message through that. And it's something that my team, when I was in network marketing, said, you are an extractor. Like, you know how to pull my story out and make it sound good. And I'm like, yeah, this is something I love doing. And so Mm -hmm. that's where we're at now. Like, I love creating content. I've got a membership coming out soon for just that content creation side of things. But when you specifically 
put your message, your message is your backbone. So when you can storytell it and create it into a marketing, I call it a script, but when you can create a marketing script and then, you know, focus on that marketing script and that theme and create consistency in your messaging, that is when you start to stand out and get known for being X, Y, Z, especially in personal branding. You have to be known to be some level of authority or expert because if you want to just lifestyle blog now, you better have an interesting life because it's, it's, or you better know how to like visually make it look and feel different to somebody else. Literally the girl next door lifestyle blogging as well. So that message for me, I believe is the number one reason that people will have a successful or an unsuccessful business online when it comes to marketing their offer. Yes. A hundred percent. I love that you touched it well as well on like becoming an authority in the space too and making yourself stand out. And that doesn't mean like being a copycat of someone else. Like that's why I love how you've really lent into like who you are and your zone of genius and like what you help with and made it really unique to you as have I, because then that's also when you will attract and call in those clients that are in alignment with you or those clients that you've been wanting to attract the dream clients, the people that you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I, that. How did how did you I find you? How did you find me? Like what? Um yeah, I've I've literally recently had this, not recently, maybe past few months, had this happen to me where someone came into my space and I was like, you are just exactly who I wanted to attract. She was someone who just like was like paid up front, was just like, yep, all in, ready to go. Have the here's all the creative control, bring out your what you need to bring in into my brand. And now we've come to a place too where we've actually collaborated and we have bringing out like a a collab together. She's my photographer now. Like, and it's just cool like what happens when you really focus on your own unique gifts in what you offer in your business and actually show that through your social media. So Mm. I'd love to know too, like what, what do you think is the main thing or main piece that makes a brand stand out? Uh, It's, it's specificity, to be honest. Um, Obviously colors and branding are so powerful and important. I'm married to an artist as well. Like you can probably see that's color behind me. I'm like a bowerbird, but with pink, I'm like, all of the pink pieces come into my office and then the rest of the house has just color burst all over it. My husband does pot mash stuff. So um, I personally understand that that visual element is really, really powerful. And that's a high quality side of things. It's Mm. literally like, I don't, when I go to look at a restaurant, I don't Google it. I Instagram it. So visual, and I'm a visual person. So if you're not a visual person, that's okay too. Um, you can be an audible person. Uh, but I visually will go and look at something on Instagram and if it's got a delicious looking meal, like I'm a foodie, so I'm like, okay, that looks delicious. Let's go there. Let's eat it. Um, it's your digital resume. Make it professional and you'll you'll immediately have authority. But the mm. thing that makes you stand out and like someone comes to your page and they find it's pretty and they like it, but you want them to stay there. So it's the consistency of your message and your message being specific. So mm. there's two sides to that. There's personal there's personal story sharing, which needs to become specific and you pull it out. And most people say something along the lines of, I know what I want to say, but I don't know how to say it. That's where I come in. I can do it for you or I can teach you how to do it um, for yourself if you want to learn and apply. 
everyone's different. Everyone wants to outsource different things. Some Everything that people apply to their business, they prioritize differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you were to start a business and spend money or time somewhere, spend it on your message because there's two things that will happen. You will not only create clarity for yourself, like so much clarity, like all my done for you girls, they're always just like, oh my God, I'm getting more and more clear on who I want to work with. Mm. And then you spend less time being wishy-washy. You're more direct. You attract that client, like you said, and they come into your world and they're like that message, like I'm in. Meditate on just getting DMs every single day saying I'm in with like a love heart or your favorite emoji next to it. You know, you want someone that's not having to think um and ah about what you're doing. And the way that you get those messages is you become consistent in your messaging. So you might have one message and you've got your storytelling and then you've got your problems of your ideal clients. But when you can integrate all of that, like those two parts together, so your story and how they're feeling right now, when you can specifically articulate that, but then you create content off of that, that isn't Mm. just buy my shit, you create a brand and people go, that's the Barbie girl. That's the pink girl. That's the crazy jacket girl. That's the, you know, protein smoothie girl. Like, Mm -hmm. and when you're sitting there, I always just think, and I say to my clients, if you were, you know, that cheese platter that you have with your girlfriends and you've got a wine in your hand, like you want to be a part of that conversation. You want to be the person that, or the brand or the novelty or the thing that triggers for them when they're having cheese platters and wine with their friends, you want to be the person that cuts through the conversation where their phones are down and they're turned upside down, but they have to pick it up because they've got to show you where you are on Instagram yeah, or like on TikTok. You've got to follow this chick. That's the person that you want to be. And the way that you create that is you get specific in your message. You get specific in identifying and sharing with your audience that you understand their problems and where they're at. And you get specific in you relating, you know, your story or a testimonial and you become specific in the way that you articulate those stories. So mm. you make shitloads of content off that, but the message is where you start. And it's it, it's hard work and it's tedious and it's not comfortable and nobody wants to do it and it's not natural for people, but it bloody works and saves time. <laughs> yes. Oh, 100%. I can vouch for that vouch for that massively and that's where yeah you create a brand as well that literally like when they think of something like something clicks in their mind like when I got specific I was like I want to be well known for brand I want to be well known for intuitive design and specifically like the brand strategy and literally like that's what happens now there'll be conversations that I had outside of me even having to contact anyone and that's how there's been random people that have come to me and like applied to work with me or literally just booked in a consultation and they've just literally just been I'm like I don't even know where this person came from like <laughs> I don't even know like how is this happening <laughs> but it's it just goes to show that it actually like it works like when you start to build a really specific and recognizable standout brand like that is when everything starts flowing and the customers find you from ways that you couldn't even like find them like it's marketing in a way where it's so diverse and spread out and even separated from you even having to do much except for focusing on building your brand and the content (laughs) yeah marketing is a conversation if you're not if your marketing is telling people you're selling to them like say 
sales is a different conversation and we, we yeah. can you know identify it as, you know, marketing is your content and sales is your DMs, but really you can bring sales into the marketing as well. It just has to be from a conversation standpoint and not just like, you know, no, like two things, like you've got to bring problem awareness to people, like problem awareness around not just your solution, but around their problems and their symptoms. Yeah. And you also need to um, know. And the other thing is people don't want to be told what to do. So stop telling yes. people what to do in your content. Like yeah. start, start conversations. And then, you know, every now and then you're like, I got this offer. You guys need to do it. Like I know a, there's a lot of things that I would purchase off multiple different people. But, you know, if I was, if I was, wanting to pick the person that I was going to bite off I'm looking for the most expert and the most certain mm. um, so yeah it's like there are things I want to buy like I've got you know I've got a friend I just ran out of essential oils for my laundry put it in my laundry with my soap berries and I probably could put a post up on Facebook right now and this my friend I know she like she sells well she doesn't even sell it she's just got an account with essential oils and I text her yesterday and it's because she's like, I don't see a lot of people apart from like one or two influencers who have an essential oils brand, but my friend, because I know and trust her, mm. um, I'm like, Hey, can you team me up with this? I don't want any of the BS. I just need two bottles and I need them for this. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I'll look at it later. Um, you know, because I know her and I like, she's the got she's the go-to she's not the expert yeah. but she's my expert in terms of like that no like and trust factor yes yeah so well touching into that the no like and trust factor how can you create that through your online presence even with people that you don't necessarily have in your life the no no like and trust how do you really cultivate that and create that in your online presence and messaging for me personally I'm like content queen because I produce a lot of content but you don't have to that doesn't have to be your strategy because I can hold creating a lot of content. Like that's my energy. That's my personality. But if you need space, then you're not going to create like three or four TikToks a day. Mm. So my answer is always going to go back to what's your message and how are you articulating it? So you can articulate it well and then bring all the other pieces in for your digital resume, make it look good, make it stand out in that way. Um, there are little things you can do to create higher engagement, like, you know, putting a hook on your Reels cover. So mm. when someone comes to your library, your Netflix channel of content, they actually are like flicking through it because people do do that. Like they actually have points in which they can go, this reel is about that. That looks like a bit of a hook. What is that? What is actually going on in that if I click on it? Yeah. So marketing is your most passive tool. And like, it's free. Like social media is free guys. Yeah. Relax. Like you're not employing a marketing person. So when you're investing, you know, a thousand or $2,000 to get help with your marketing um, and your branding, like just be grateful that you can do that. Like you're not, we had coffee shops. There's a lot of money. Like the lawyers alone to look over a contract in a coffee shop I think it's like two or $3,000, you know, when you sell it, like I think our fees out of the sale price was about $12,000 that mm. went to lawyers regardless of the sale price of both of our coffee shops. And the thing is, is that that marketing space, I'm not paying an agency and I'm not paying a radio station in traditional marketing. 
So you either learn how to get good at it or you employ somebody else. But like, remember that social media is free because it's. (laughs) Yeah, literally it's free marketing tool. Like, and it's one of the best ones you can have right now. Like I know that's, I'm the same. Like I will literally go on Instagram and I will find things to buy on Instagram. And I, if they're on, if someone's not, if there's a business that's not on Instagram or their Instagram is just like, oh, it just doesn't look nice. It's maybe they've got like just weird coloring or like, like I'm not in, I'm not buying into it. Cause I don't know, like, like that doesn't bring me like a trust factor either. Cause I'm like, I, it doesn't seem like you're very serious about your business. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's such a vital and important thing. I know lots of people say, you know, oh, don't just, don't follow on the, fo- focus on the aesthetics or the colors, like focus on which the messaging, which is important too. However, the visual aspects are important because it taps into the brain subconscious. Like it taps into like, it bypasses all the stuff. And then if you are known, for example, you, like when I think of like, the specific pink that you have, like I think of you. So it's like the colors play such, it can play such a big part too. However, then if your messaging isn't on point as well, that's where things can go a bit haywire as well. It's like all of them are vital all together. And like when you have them all together, so you create such a powerful, powerful brand. Nothing has changed in the, all the years of being in business. People want the way that people feel safe is through con- consistency. Yeah. And like you're talking visual consistency. I'm talking messaging consistency. Yeah. A customer service VA would be like, no, your service and stra- like your back end systems are the most important and try not to get bogged down with all these guys. But at the end of the day, that has not changed. The way that you secure a, a client that feels safe in your marketing right through to the sales right through to the back end is that you have to have continuity yeah continuity in like your message and look I've done like I've pivoted but marketing has always been that thing that I've been like oh I don't know if I should but I'm already doing it yeah and (laughs) the universe is like here's your snowball I'm like I knew this like yeah okay I'm in the right spot fine (laughs) yeah oh my god same thing happened to me when I started this as well with design and branding I was like Oh, I've been doing this for years. And then, yeah, it's just extra confirmation that this you're in the right place. <laughs> um, So I'd love to ask you too, for those people who are like confused or maybe they're just like, I, I just don't know like my story or how to articulate it, Um, or especially on social media, like a lot of people maybe feel stuck in that. What would be like a, a tip or advice or something that you would, would share with them to help give them clarity? Yeah. So my biggest tip would be spend time on it. Don't try and skim over it. Don't try and make it like something that you did yesterday in an hour, like spend a Mm. week if you have to actually writing it out and actually creating that because what most people do is they go, I know my story, but I have, I have so much to tell in that one post or that one piece of content. Yeah. Um, Or I have like your story changes depending on your audience as well. If you're standing up in a room full of people who are corporate versus people that are network marketers, like your story is like marketing is the same, but you might need to use specific examples differently. Um, My thing would be like, start with there's two, there's, well, there's, I've got a few branding workshops that actually go through this. Um, Obviously you can purchase those. Um, I've got one that's called stand the fuck out where I explain the hero's journey 
which is basically taking people through the journey of this is where I started. Something didn't feel right. I wasn't, you know, and you can look this up on TEDx as well, like on YouTube. There's a guy that's done a talk around the hero's journey. There's also another acronym called PLOT. So PLOT is a little bit different, but the hero's journey is a really easy way of you identifying what were the problems going on for me before I had the epiphany or before I had the feeling that something needed to change. And then what was the like journey that you had gone on to make my bit slow there? Um, What was the journey that you had to go on to have those aha moments, to have those moments where you were like, I've just learned something. I, the epiphanies come through the aha moment. I've learned something and I can now take this back to tribe and teach them. Mm. And so that is a really, really basic way of writing out your story. Where was I at? What did I go through? What did I learn? And now how would I share this with my best friend across cheese and platters, you know, cheese and wine and share with her what I learned and how it's not the information that you've got, but what you're going to do with it next that matters. Mm, yes, that's super important. I, I love how you explain that as well. And I think as well, when it like when it comes to your own story and messaging, like I feel like maybe this is something, this is touching a little bit on mindset side, but I know a lot of people who almost like stop themselves from from creating content on social media or from sharing more of like their hero's journey and story and parts of themselves because almost like that fear of being seen or that fear of like actually showing up in that way or judgment. So I know this is going into mindset stuff, but like what would be, or what has helped you over the time, whether you've experienced that over the time in business, time in showing up on social media or even anyone else in your life who you've been able to like coach through that. I would love to hear, yeah, for those people who feel, who tell themselves that they're overwhelmed or tell themselves that, oh, I don't really want to share that because who would even care or anything like that. I'm just going to go straight for the jugular with my own experience here. So I really started to see the identification of personal branding when I used my biggest flaw that was my biggest insecurity and I put it at the forefront of all of my content and I just played on TikTok where there was less, I felt there was less perfectionism, I guess, going on than Instagram. And I just really started to make a joke out of the fact that I had belly rolls. So it was along the line of body positivity and sharing health and wellness that way. And I just thought, fuck it, I'm just going to put my biggest flaw at the front of the content pieces and see what happens. And it took traction. And for me, I got stopped on the beach by somebody that said that my content and me being kind of silly and dumb like that, I kind of just thought, you know what, I'll just I'll just make a joke out of myself and bring my flaw there so that if someone else attempted to, they're kind of, they're sort of slow to the mark. So haha, I beat you. And the trolls I got were like gross old man or like young kids who would like say the word fat and joke about me and do a duet. And I was like, I don't even care. You know, (laughs) like, what's the difference? Like, what am I going to really, what, what's bad about this? Not that much. So, um, I, that helped me become more confident and 
The other thing is that when I heard from this woman on the beach that my content stopped her, it helped her with her divorce so much that it was very helpful with her mental health, like very serious stuff that was going on between her ex and her. And she just stopped me. She said it. Okay, technical difficulties, we're back and <laughs> go back. Uh, so I was talking about how I basically got on TikTok and threw my belly rolls left, right and centre, did stupid dances and grew a pretty crazy little um, audience from there, which then was spanning over to Instagram as well. And then I was having cool conversations with people there. I was building a brand that had nothing to do with the business I had at the time. But what I noticed and the experiences that I had, even though people were trolling me and even though there were experiences that made me feel uncomfortable, my content in that point in time really showed me that it wasn't about me mm. and that bringing those flaws to life and to the conversation. And in the past, I'd really wanted to talk about this stuff, but the internet wasn't in a place where they were talking about body positivity Basically, if you were a health professional and you wanted to talk about um, loving your body, unless you were fully not talking about health at all and the two together, it really wasn't. Sorry, I'm going to say body confidence because I know body positivity is a movement that I can't have ownership in. But what I really wanted to do and what we got to do when it came to video conversation around this, we got to have real conversations around how it was in you know, how we looked at our body and the confidence around that, how much that was influencing other parts of our lives. And so, you know, I met this woman on the beach randomly. She came up to me, told me basically that my content was like, save. it sounds hectic, but saving her life mm. um, in an experience where she was being constantly put down and her divorce was very, like very heavy Um and I, I know that it was affecting her because she came up to me, she said something, and then she walked away very quickly, almost a bit self-conscious about it. My husband was there when she said it and he was like, I can't believe your stupid TikTok dances have impacted her so much. And I'm like, yeah, you don't, like, you're not really into what I do. You're not following body confidence stuff and that's not your thing. But this is the thing, your content and showing up. And I have clients where we've worked through stuff that happened to them in their teenage years and they still care about that judgment and mm. that's stopping them from hitting post. And I can tell you right now, like hitting post is the scariest thing that you do. Don't delete it, let it fall. But when you become really specific in this messaging, that's when you get the message that says, I'm in, like you're speaking my language. I know where you're coming from. 
I felt the same way. Um, thank God you're talking about it. Like when you start a really important conversation that is specific, that's when it opens up connection and community because your conversation that you're bringing to the forefront, whether you're it's a retrospect thing for you or you're going through it, that's what changes your mindset and brings confidence to your party because your mindset is only going to change with change, which means you're going to have to do shit that's uncomfortable and not not easy. Um, but the more you lean into the uneasy, like the uncomfortable parts, the easier it does get because you just get used to feeling uncomfortable all the time and that becomes a normal. Um, but people say to me all the time, they're like, how do I get confident? I'm like, you just keep doing the thing. Like it sounds simple, but it's scary. And we all have a version of that. There's no one out there right now that's doing the thing and it's not, and that's evolving and growing in that bit. And it's not, and it's, and it's easy for them. There's just no one. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And even like, I went through a similar thing of like, only recently of when I I had the download to create like a free Facebook group where I would do like a 10-day container where I would add like tips in there about branding. And I was thinking about the name of it, the name of the container. And I had the thought of like, okay, cool. Uh, there's this name of build your brand. And I asked my friend, I was like, should I do this name, which is build your brand for the, mm. the container that I'm running or yeah. this other one that's really freaking scary and feels like next level, but also like, I don't even know if I should name it that and it's billionaire <laughs> brand and like I call, and then my friend was like which one feels more uncomfortable and I was like oh <laughs> the billionaire brand one <laughs> and it was just cool like what actually came from that because if I called it build your brand it's a very different marketing and messaging than billionaire brand <laughs> mm, so yeah 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 leaning the into the there Yes. And like leaning into the discomfort of it too. And like, yeah, like being willing to be seen. Cause if you want to stand the fuck out, you better be fucking willing to be seen. <laughs> and you don't have to be extra, like you no. don't have to be all, all pink and flavorsome, like in that way to stand out. I say this to all the girls I work with, like you have to have a personal message and that's how you stand out. Like sometimes standing out for people is wearing the same white shirt every single day and having black and white branding. Yeah. But but it's their unique messaging that makes them stand out, you know. And like for you, like all the visual elements, it's the consistency that makes them stand out. Mm. It doesn't matter what color you use. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, definitely. I love it. This has been a really cool conversation. I've really loved like having this open-ended, just like casual conversation, yet so powerful. So I would love for you to even just like share with those who are listening to this, like how can they get more into your world? Like what's what have you got going on of like someone who really wants to work with you? Share more yep. about how they can do that. Yeah. So I have a program called Spicy Margarita Messaging. Oh my God, love. <laughs> oh my God, love. And it's it's on the premise of, you know, it's almost down to this point where I've had spicy margaritas at different places and the ones that I fucking love, I'm still talking about. Like there is a restaurant down the road that does the most delicious, they, they use the best salt, the best spice, the most delicious, um, you know, alcohol into it. And for some reason, with me, spicy margarita, all those elements, I don't know how, but they make, they make the most tantalizing, like um, delicious drink. And obviously you've got all the sensations, you know, you've got like 
spice and salts and then you've got like the lethal fuel and somehow it's delicious so I called it that because I just I mean who doesn't love I mean if you love a spicy margarita you're in if you don't you still have to lean in and understand a little bit more about why it's called (laughs) that it's the three it's those ingredients that come together to make something delicious so you can have a shit spicy margarita or you can have a really good one too and so coming into my world with that program specifically, it, it it has come off the cuff of being in a mastermind and us having a discussion around where would you spend your time and money if you were to get started. And I'm like, it's fucking coffee. It's your message. And you can work where you learn this from me. I mean, there's a free workshop. If you want to go down the free route, you can certainly learn through that way, like some things, what what to do and what not to do. All the links are in my bio and Instagram. I can send you the links too, Deja. But like yeah. there's that and then there's, you know, come and learn from me if that's something that you want to do. It's a very low-cost program. It's hosted in Kajabi. You learn at your own pace. Um, there's a workbook involved, which it's step by step it's got the plug and play or I can do it for you as well if you're still struggling or if you just want to like get someone else to do it where I support you for two weeks as well in a boxer sort of um, container as well as me doing the work for you Um, so those are obviously one-to-one so they're limited and you need to book in in advance with those so there are those three tiers around your messaging I have uh, another really cool thing that is coming up, it's not out yet. It's to do with my original, you know, content stuff that I started doing, you know, last year <laughs> off the cuff of everybody calling me the Reels Queen. Uh, I have a Reels school and that is just about to um, come into fruition and become a monthly membership. So we've got the Magnetic Marketing membership that is going to be released um, towards the back end of 2023. So if you're like, I need help with all the social media stuff and I don't have time to spend hours on social media like you, Beck. I just want the juicy parts and I need you to just share that with me. That's where I come in. I spend time on social, shitloads of time on social media so you don't have to. And then I will give you the parts that you need to know um, within that membership. So that's kind of like a stay and learn. Whereas the messaging is like, I'm so serious about building a brand. And then you just choose the tier that will work best for where you're at and obviously I have my content days as well but if you just come and follow me at the bet craig at instagram you will see kind of me bringing it all to life yes amazing and becca's just started her instagram like had another another instagram where she's building 60k in six (laughs) months so 60k followers in six months so i'm excited for when that you hit that i'll be definitely celebrating you that's so freaking exciting (laughs) um it is exciting Yes. So make sure you uh, pop down into the show notes as well. Pop all of those links um, to everything in there. And then so you can follow Beck and her journey. But thank you for jumping on the podcast. It's been a really, really spicy one because you are so (laughs) spicy. That is like a pure representation of you because you're like, there's no BS. It's just like, here's how it is. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Make it fun. And like, yeah, you want to have, you want to take that sip and then have like some level of facial expression as you yes. devour it all. Like it's, <laughs> it's definitely, it's got to be a good one too. It can't be like a crappy one. You're not, you don't want to send the spicy margarita back. So oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely got, got some juice in me. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thanks so much again, Beck, And see you guys on the next one. Thank you for tuning into today's conversation. I trust it has served you today and I know you would have gained so much value from it. 
If you have really loved this podcast episode, make sure to share it on your social media and tag me at the divine underscore discovery and I repost your share. And also to share this podcast with a friend or family member or someone you can think of that would really, really benefit from listening to this episode today. If you are not already, make sure you're following the podcast as well so you don't miss out on any new episodes and to also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and give us a review so I know how to serve you guys better and what more topics we can expand on in this space. See you guys on the next one.